If you think you're the only one, there's this particular kind of misery. And in that misery, you won't ask for help and you won't connect. And that's the thing you have to do when you are struggling with chaos and uncertainty. You have to find how did other people find their way? Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you. But it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. There's these three big phases of change. If you ever heard me teach, this is called phase three. 
And these big phases of change are where we have been. It's where we're also hopefully going. But what happens in, in a time of chaos and uncertainty, people's mindset and their lives get trapped in what I call phase one. Phase, run, phase one is when things are chaotic, we desperately search for survival and security. That's where we, we just want to know what the world's about. And we mentally, please listen, we go into lockdown mentally. We're like, oh, it's scary. Lockdown, protection mode. Phase one is protection and survival mode. It happens every time. When there's a big chaotic shift, weird human stuff emerges as we go into protection, lockdown, and security mode. I'll give an example. The run on toilet paper. (laughs) The run on toilet paper is going, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. What do I know I need? Household staples, toilet paper. Ah! Like, I missed the correlation there. Someone maybe, like, maybe I didn't read the science close enough. But it's what we do. We seek out staples. We seek out protection. We seek out what we know. I, I'm at the store. What should I buy? I don't know. Toilet paper. It's like, it's like, it's this weird thing that we do. We get our arms up. We get guarded. We're scared. Did you ever see, uh, I went to the San Diego Zoo one day on a day that they were putting in this new tiger that they had gotten. And it was crazy. Uh, and I'm sure you can get the metaphor off the bat. When you take a wild animal and you put them in a cage, and it's, it's new to them, it's chaos to them, they don't, they don't understand, they feel constrained. At first, when they get in there, they go around that cage real fast. They're like, they're, they're looking for that, they're like, what is this about? Their eyes are wild, right? If you take that same human condition, it's like, we go in there and we, we'll go at the bars and we'll shake those bars. You put a prisoner in there, they're gonna shake that bar in that first 72 hours. They're gonna shake that bar. They want to see how that thing slides. They're going to shake that bar. Like, you want to break, you want to break out. I want out. I don't I like this. You're frustrated. You're angry. You're scared. But after a couple of days, after a couple of weeks, now they know they can't, but they're watching. And they're angry. And they're trapped. A little more time goes on, and now they're dispirited. Because they tried. And they see no one cares. And then one day you go back and they're back in the corner and they're looking and you can tell they're simultaneously mad and miserable. They're defeated. They gave up. There's, if it's a human, there's resentment and bitterness in the eye. The worst thing is when we get into survival mode like that, we think we're the only ones in the cage. And so that's where I became suicidal. Angry, hurt, defeated, giving up, bitter, thinking I'm the only one. Because when you think you're the only one, you do the one thing that prevents you from getting out of it. Raising your hand, asking for help, giving voice. And so you you stay stuck, and that's what happens to a lot of people in suicide, they don't believe anyone cares or they don't believe anyone can help. They believe they're helpless, you know? That's what happens. Thank you. And so they're stuck. 
And it's hard because they, they know they got to go and reach out, but they've tried to reach out before and they didn't think anyone saw. And so what happens, the sad thing is when we're in phase one, we really believe we're the only ones going through it and it prevents action. As soon as you think you're the only one going through it, you're almost paralyzed. You feel caged, you feel trapped. You feel trapped in your marriage, even though you know five friends who got divorced and they're happy. You feel trapped in the job, even though you've quit other jobs before. You feel trapped in your company, even though you know you can fire and hire. But you tell yourself, I'm alone in this. And soon as you tell yourself you're alone in this, your actions plummet. It's actually the weird inverse of what you think would happen with the billionaire mindset. Soon as they feel alone, no one can understand because no one's achieved this. Soon as you think no one can understand you, you're in a weird ego zone. You're in a very strange ego place. Because you know how many people I've had to tell families, you're not the only one who's lost a child? Which sounds so flippant, but you have to say it. You're not the only one who's been divorced, abused as a child, beaten up, abandoned, taken advantage of, robbed, mugged, stolen from, mistreated. You're not the only one, because if you think you're the only one, you're missing the seven billion, eight billion people alive. And there's millions of you going through it. But if you think you're the only one, there's a particular kind of misery. And in that misery, you won't ask for help and you won't connect. And that's the thing you have to do when you are struggling with chaos and uncertainty. You have to find how did other people find their way? You can't see the exit, but they found it. They're on the outside. This is, this is why you need mentorship, perspective, masterminds, groups, therapists, coaches, whatever. Like, you just can't see it anymore. You've been stuck in it so long, you can't see the very exit that millions of people have found. So if you're ever there, all I want to do, I want to encourage you, get back up and rattle this thing, go, hey, who knows how to deal with this stuff? <laughs> you got to give voice and you got to rattle the thing. It's important. Do you know how many people come to church every single Sunday and they're in the house of the Lord? They have pastor, they have community leaders, and they never ask for help. And then eight months later, they tell the pastor, oh, you know, yeah, I've been dealing with this health issue. And the pastor's like, what? Did, how come you haven't told anyone in the church? Well, because they thought they were alone. It's our actual job. Our actual job is getting people to speak up and ask for help more. That's your actual job as you raise kids. Not to tell them what to do, encourage them to give voice, ask for help. Uh, my sister told the story about my dad. If he died, I didn't know. She was at a house party that was getting busted by the cops. She hid in a bathroom in the tub behind uh, a thing. Now, my dad had been military and highway patrol and everything. He said, like, is there a window in there? <laughs> and he, he gets my sister to go out the window and meet in the alley. And he drove and picked her up and took her away. I had no idea. My dad does not, he, like, he was a military man. He doesn't break rules like that or run from cops. The next morning, she tells me, he came in and sat in the bed. After she sewed her up. Now think of all the things you want to say right now to this child who made you go do that. 
And I know there's a lot of different ways to act, but he goes, if you ever need anything or you ever need to talk about anything, I'm here. And he walked out. Sometimes we preach and we just have to let them know, you can ask me. If you're stuck in phase one, ask, raise your hand. And realize maybe this wasn't for you, but maybe your team, maybe someone you know. Second phase is a lot easier to cover because most people are there. Once you go from chaos and discord and, and maybe you've been through life, most people they're born into and they live into phase two, which is really dealing with change in, in more of a comfortable place. Phase two is comfortable. Phase two is, okay, I kind of figured out how to deal with these things. You got some competency, some courage. You got the house. You got the achievement. You got a bank account. Like, it's more comfortable. Chaos, it's still scary, but you, you have that self-will. through. Like, I, I can handle this. Phase two is in chaos. We do seek comforts, but we still have healthy habits. All right? We're still going. And I don't want to belabor the point about it, but sometimes, like I talked about today, phase two, that comfort level of change, sometimes you also have to rattle that because you can be comfortable and you can be caged. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're topped out. You're going through the motions as we talked about. So just if, you're in, if you feel comfortable and, and, and you can kind of guide change, you're part of change, and, and you're willing to engage with change, I just want to understand that phase two is going, oh, wait a minute. Sometimes I got to shake things up for aliveness, connection, and meaning. I got to grow again, right? What happened was we started, we got a little sense of that in 2021. It's like, oh, we're back. Okay. I'm good with change. I'm, I'm excited to be out again. And 21 was kind of happy, but then people realized again, it was really hard and they dropped back into phase one. So you all saw that ping in the market. It was like, why didn't that stay? It's because they were out there and they realized actually they, they didn't know what to do still. Isn't that funny? Sometimes when you don't know what to do, even if you're pushing and you're challenging yourself, but you're not quite in alignment with the liveness, meaning, and connection, it, you're, you're, you're actually no better off, even if you're more comfortable. I think phase three is where I, I hope humanity goes. I hope we go. I hope you go. Phase three is like a different level. It's like a high performance level. Phase three is now, it's not, phase two can have success in it. But phase three, there's calling. There is a higher spirit, a purpose, an alignment that happens in phase three that is not about you. There is service there that is way beyond your comforts or your fears. Your comforts and your fears are no longer really that much in the purview because you're just so busy serving. And each day, because you're serving and you're contributing and you're in alignment with the triangle, what I showed you, aliveness, connection, and meaning, there's a different flow there, right? Phase three is you've moved through the chaos because chaos is always going to be there. Now you move through the world, very intentional, high energy, in a good place for you. You're in alignment with yourself, with your family, with your values, with your creator. It's just like, it's a different level where now it's not about change anymore. It's about the calling. It's about the gift. It's about the flow. It's about the spirit. It's about being in the zone of service that's so different. Phase one and two, that's fear. That's chaos. That's seeking comforts. That's even success. 
But in phase three, it's elevated, it's spirited, it's very different. And you're the only person who can guide yourself there. And you're the only person who can inspire other people there. It's why your work has to land at some point in your life, you adopt what we call the role model mindset. You realize that you are an example. And that when they see you living in truth and in spirit, above and beyond your fears and comforts, because most people, when they start success, they're really just scared. They don't have, they're worried about scarcity. They need some money. Then it's all about more comforts, more comforts, more houses, more cars, more joys, more four-star or five-star resorts, more adventures. And then they get that, but they're out of alignment with aliveness, connection, and meaning. We get them back in alignment, and now they're like, I'm in a whole different phase of life. Who's ever said it before? It was good. It's like, I'm in a different phase of life. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want you to have. That's the reason we all came together here. It's like, you didn't come here for some marketing tip or, or some you know, simple sales strategy or just to build something. You came here for a different phase of life, a reinvention. So make this moment, this day here, something go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up differently. I'm going to be myself again. I'm going to be in a better place again. I'm going to realign myself. This is a new phase for me. One that I am controlling, but I am also tapping into the calling. It's a very different phase, and I want it for every single one of you. The difference is every single day you have to show up and you have to earn this gift. I'm Brendan Burchard. I appreciate each and every one of you for being here. I thank you, Ken. I appreciate all you guys. Thank you for your energy this morning. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. That was awesome yesterday. Thank you all. Jeff, thank you for the six. Thanks, everybody. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan. And I wanna tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. 
I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now, with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post, we can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.